You're listening to the RGJ Experience, Millennial Conversations, because sometimes therapy is just not in the budget. Can I just be frank with y'all? I was driving, okay? Uh, First of all, good evening, good morning, and good night. I don't know why I did it in that order, but I will say hello. Uh, So here's what we're doing. No, I was was driving down the street and I had to FaceTime my sister. Yeah, whatever. That's, is that illegal? Okay. And I had to call her because I just felt so tense. I felt so tense in my chest. And just because of like life and everything going going on, but I said I need to talk to someone. I need to have communication. Now the topic at hand. Let me just say, I hit it right on the nose, because you know as humans, we all we're like very very drawn to one another and communicate with each other in a variety of capacities. There are several roles that each individual fills on a daily basis. All of those interactions, what they have in common is the need for clear and effective communication. That's what I say. In all those roles that we fill, we have to be able to communicate, right? There are several elements that are involved in creating and maintaining lasting and genuine relationships through communication, two of which are recognizing body language cues. I'm very into that. And using effective listening skills. I'm also very into that. (laughs) And correctly making use of these elements, One can see an improvement in the quality of social interactions, as well as increased confidence in engaging with others in a social capacity. It all goes back to communication. And what my goal is today is to hopefully deliver you, I'm your mailman for today, to to deliver you essential tools in securing a job or building a lasting relationship or whatever have you. This is Experiences of Communication. Now, I feel like we're on the right track already today because I am holding the microphone. We are up close and personal, <laughs> which I never really do. And I, 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 I know you're not looking at me in these moments, but I'm holding it and I'm gripping it. Well, that's weird. And it, I, I, got, I got control, okay? I felt like I needed to bring it in closer. Now, here's what, here's what I will say. This is a very fun conversation. I mean, I went to school for the good old communications, media specifically. And when I want to feel special or impress people, I'm always like, yes, I have a BA in media communications with an emphasis on broadcast television radio, which is true. But I digress. But isn't isn't this so weird for those of us who work in communication or your job is literally to communicate and we're some of the worst communicators? I won't include myself in that because it's probably the only thing I can do right, but it's so redundant, I think. Don't you don't you don't you feel me? Now one of the most important factors in communicating communicating with others is our nonverbal communication. We are aware and in control of the words that we speak, 
we know what we want to say, even if it's um, diarrhea of the mouth, some people would say. But often those nonverbal cues we send may go unnoticed. You know, we can reinforce, contradict, substitute, compliment, or emphasize our verbal communication with nonverbal cues such as gestures, expressions, and vocal inflection. But those nonverbal cues are so strong because they communicate to others on a subconscious level, causing individuals to regard nonverbal communication as quote-unquote true communication because it provides real cues and emotions. When verbal language and body language are congruent, this works to um, enhance the overall quality of whichever message you're trying to, to send, and it allows it to resonate with that particular individual receiving the message. You follow me? Now, on the opposite end of the spectrum, there can also be a sense of mistrust developed when body language does not match up to what is being verbalized. When there is a lack of congruence between verbal and nonverbal messages, this acts as a mental red flag to anybody receiving the message and causes them to be on guard. Have you ever had a conversation with someone and you immediately feel that sense or that, or, or that tension rises up like Trump's wall in Mexico? Have you ever experienced that? It's, it's a real thing. Body language also works to display confidence and other desirable traits, I will say. But let, but let me be clear on something, which is literally probably a given. Communication goes beyond the messages we send. And I'm not talking about your text messages, whether it's green or blue. It also includes how we receive messages. If we simply hear what individuals tell us, then we miss out on a vast array of messages directed at us. Listening, if you're in person with that, or even on a video, listening is an, it's an, it's a it, it's an active process that involves analyzing and processing. There are key verbal elements that can alert us to an individual's feelings, trust and believe, such as the cadence of their voice, the specific words that they use, and the tonality of uh, the the quality that their voice is sending to you. And I know this is all this is all seeming a little bit. I hope you're following, but are you tracking with me? Are you tracking with me? Because I, I really, really mean this. And even when listening, it is important to consider both those nonverbals and verbal cues as they lead to a true understanding of the message of the message that is being delivered. Or if, if or if it's on the phone, those verbal words and matching it up with the intonation behind it can tell you a lot, as I'm sure we've all <laughs> experienced, whether you're talking to your mama and she asks you, did you take out the chicken out of, did you take the chicken out of the freezer? And you hear her voice tone. And when you don't do it, you know that voice tone changes to something very aggressive very quickly. Am I right? And we, we all have to actively try this process and please don't be one of those jerk faces and give the impression of listening just don't interrupt and don't 
impose your solutions while someone is communicating, sharing their thoughts, their opinions, and all that fun stuff. Now, what I really want to talk about here, I really want to talk about, I really want to talk about dating. No, dating, for real. I don't, you know, I'm spastic. But I really want to talk about dating with communicating. Date, oh, snap, dating with communicating. No, it, Honestly, dating with communicating. People don't understand it. And, you know, I have been on these streets before. And people are, you would think that people have a, a heightened intelligence level to where something can be articulated for just common decency. But that is not the case. Let's jump into it. It is very cliche <laughs> that personal relationships need communication. Duh. But failure to talk has been blamed for the breakdown of any number of partnerships and relationships. But the ability to listen is the most important element when communicating in a dating type relationship or even if you're talking to your boss, right? But people who don't communicate, mm, 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 I have a strong problem with it. I do. I, I really, I truly and honestly do. People who don't communicate are not sharing a part of themselves with others. They hold on to their feelings and thoughts for many different reasons, some that which we will never know, but two reasons people in relationships fail to communicate are fear of rejection and concern they will do or say something to upset their partner. While that is noteworthy, you know, not telling your partner what you need keeps the relationship from changing and growing, growth in a relationship is crucial if you want it to be long-lived and satisfying, truly. Another reason why communication is important is, is that misunderstandings often occur between people. Are you tracking with me? Now, I have dated, not so successfully, clearly, and... <laughs> I have been in a relationship for three years, might I add, and besides the fact that we were growing apart, we broke up because our communication levels um, were not the same, and they were not parallel to one another. I, I found myself constantly posing the question, can you tell me something? <laughs> And I laugh because it sounds dumb. But when you are expressing yourself and you are having these thoughts and opinions and you're being as transparent as you can humanly be, as you, as you, as honestly, you're being as transparent as a human can be in a relationship and you don't feel like you're receiving anything after you have just poured all of your juices into their cup and now their cup overfloweth and you're left empty? That does not give long-lived and satisfying. You feel what I'm saying? 
But going back to the misunderstandings in the dating relationship with communication, each partner may perceive situations differently too, which can create resentment. I know she was attractive, but and other hurt feelings without communication let's just say y'all don't talk at all right but y'all just out here just doing a nasty or y'all eat together but y'all not talk and y'all not in depth and y'all not deep or even the communication has dissipated and you still you like you don't you know your your other half from like two years ago couples may become upset with one another without even knowing why or how it started Positive communication leads to clear expectation and greater empathy for one another's feelings. Now, when a couple plainly states what their expectations are, it's difficult for them to disregard those expectations since it has been discussed. I was with a friend recently and I was getting the 411. <laughs> spill the beans you know i was i was getting all of the information the tea is what you guys say and this individual said that they broke it off because they were dating somebody but they found out there was also another person on the side um how should i say this basically the person i was talking to felt like the side piece so there was already somebody there before them right and went into it with clear 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 expectations was open and transparent and this is very hard for me not to say <laughs> this is very hard for me not to say gender names and stuff so i'm just gonna say it she okay so she, she was talking to me right and <laughs> she she was saying that um Basically, oh boy got back with oh girl full time because he was just like teetering outside because everything wasn't stable. Um, back with oh girl after this is a very this is a very weird story. Just just disregard everything I've just told you, okay? It's messy. Period. That's all you need to know. So back to what I was saying. When a couple you know states their expectations, <laughs> it's hard to not uh, acknowledge those after it's been discussed. Correct. No one can say, how was I supposed to know you don't like when I message other women online? If the other person made it clear that the expectation is that women aren't messaged online. You see what I'm saying? When expectations are set and agreed upon, there's no question as to what's acceptable and how the other person feels as a result. Do you pick up what I'm throwing down? Now for me, I've said a lot of things. I have. And sometimes, more often than not, even in friendships, those things <laughs> aren't, um, and if it's a friendship, we're not, we not friends no more. I don't know those people anymore but because we should all respect each other, right? But if it's a friendship, like I had a, here we go, here we go. I have a situation. I had a friend when I was living in um, Bloomington, Illinois, and she would say the n-word right okay <laughs> i'm black okay if you you know because you're looking at my graphic on this podcast <laughs> i'm black and she was white and we don't play those kind of games 
So we don't say the N-word at all if you're white, and you especially don't do it in my face. So when I told, when I heard it come out of her mouth in a song, I said, hey, we not doing that to shorten up the sentence. And she was like, oh, my God, it's just a song. I'm like, okay, well, cut that shit out. So <laughs> that was that, and we had the conversation. Good. Got it. You get it? You get it, girl? You got it? I got it. Okay, cool. Let's move on. A week later, we doing the same thing. Okay? I say, hey, what did, what happened? Didn't we have a conversation? Mm, we did, didn't we? Yeah, got it. Okay, so what's the issue here, right? And when it's not clicking, I'm not here to go through three times with you. I'm not here to go through four times with you. You don't get it on the second time? Got you. We're not friends no more. So what I was saying is set those expectations because then that other person can't come back and act like they don't know when you told them verbatim that this is not okay with me. I'm uncomfortable. This isn't okay in our establishment that we have going on. Don't do it. And then when you do it, um, it's up to them and how they want to deal with it, right? But going back to the relationship, couples who don't also communicate can fall into an unfortunate pattern of simply existing with one another and never really knowing each other very well, you know? A relationship can't get profoundly deep if communication isn't open and frequent. Know who the hell you're dating is all I'm saying. Now, I've dated and I always, you know, it's always awkward sometimes, not all the times, but sometimes, you know, it, it takes time to get to know someone or uh, asking certain questions or getting into the groove of things and sometimes you'll pull up a game on Google and, and play 21 questions to get to know each other, um, correct? So I understand that that is a thing, but it's just, for me, because I've had this experience happen and you know, starting to date someone, if you feel like you're trying too hard, honestly, this just goes, goes back to like a chemistry situation, um, more than a communication aspect. Um, I know personally I can't do it, period. I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, so, but if if Bay if Bay let's call him Bay, but if Bay has a difficult time opening up, discuss this lack of communication with her or him. I've done it. We're not together today, but I've done it. Be comforting though when they decide to open up to you, and be sincere when you say that you are open to discussing any issues, thoughts, or feelings that he or she has. You have to remember to not belittle your partner or make him or her regret opening up and telling you what they felt in the first place. Make them feel comfortable because that can make your partner stop trusting you and seize communication. I'm not saying being a kiss ass, but show compassion, right? That's why you're with that person, which is very hard to come by with our millennial generation. I know. I didn't want to attack you, but I had to say it. Before you begin <laughs> chatting with your partner, conversing, that's a word. Sometimes I get, sometimes I get confused. I'm like, because, because what's the, um, uh, I don't know. There's a word that people say often. They're like, yeah, I was communicating. No, not communicating. I was. By that, I mean, I'm not going to conversate with you. I'm not going to invest time. I think it's converse. Huh? Just say talk. I'm not going to talk to you. Anyways, converse. Check in with yourself 
before you start, you know, with your partner, check in with yourself, do a quick body scan and see if there are any parts of your body that is carrying any tension. And I'm about to sound really LA right now, but center yourself, meditate, try to grasp all the energy that's flowing through you and find out if there's any tension and where that tension is. To do so, all you got to do really is close your eyes and begin focusing on your feet and working your way up to your head, noticing if any part of you feels more tense or stress than the rest of you, right? And then identify what emotions are coming from you. Connecting with your body can honestly help you better identify your emotions and their intensity so you can successfully articulate your feelings to your partner. You don't want to take your work stress into communication with the person you're dating or you're married to or you're engaged to because that's coming in with energy that they did not ask for. I don't want to talk about it. I really don't want to talk about it because I don't want to sit up here and be your 46-year-old uncle who watches Lifetime and takes his daughter shopping but I will say whether or not people want to accept it social media has several negative impacts on their daily lives our daily lives your daily life I know I gotta point it out especially with communication you know what we're talking about here we cannot deny the fact that social platforms are very helpful in providing news and gossip and to keep us in touch with our friends and family and see what outfits we want to be inspired by and what photo inspirations we want to replicate. We get it, but we cannot afford it to become the focal point of our lives. The access that people have on the internet and social media specifically has become way too easy, as we all know. It has made the language lazy and thus resulting people uninterested in meeting others in person, which eliminates any chance of deep and, un- and deep and meaningful conversations. You tracking? People have started losing their ability to communicate effectively and efficiently, which is a testament to what kind of total control social media has over their lives. Overall, I will say social media can be beneficial if you use it wisely in a proper uh, portions, as we all know. Everything is good for you if you do it in a healthy balance. Not everything, but a lot of things. So it is easy to conclude that the negative impact of social media far outweighs any benefits that they may have to the whole like society juncture. Period. I didn't want to say it, but I had to say it. And what social media has done is it, it has made it very, like I said, We have access to the world now that we can tag Beyonce. You know, she's not going to read it. She actually probably is. She has a burner phone. We all know that Beyonce has a burner phone. We all know that Beyonce gets on social media. We all know that Beyonce is a troll, honestly. And Beehive, come for me because you know it too. Beyonce is a troll, and we love her for it. She's petty. You just saw her shoulder that girl at the basketball game? Yeah, we saw that. We're not going to look over this. And then you saw her poster. She, mind you. I was in the bed, Beyonce, and I have <laughs> I have Instagram alerts for Beyonce and Will Smith only, but I got an alert. It said 10.53, I believe. It's a couple days ago. At night, mind you, trying to go to sleep, right? Because I wake up at 
who am I these days trying to go to the gym and keep up with the Joneses? Um, I was trying to be sleeping. So she posts her at the game with J&B. And she did the Diddy crop. She cropped the girl who she shouldered, who was all up in her grill, <laughs> out of the video. Patty, you pick up what I'm putting down? Also, I will say, since we're speaking about communication, Beyonce and Jay-Z. I don't know how they got to where they got. I would love to be a fly on the wall in that house. But they had to have some very strong communication to get through what they got through. We all know about it. There's albums. So I don't want to say take a page out of their book, but just I don't even want to say turn lemons into lemonade. Just communicate, if that makes any sense. Jesus. But communication is constantly evolving. Some people are used to seeing their friends online (laughs) avatar as a face. There is a greater desire to share with other people you barely know. And I'm in this too. You know, I'll DM anybody, honestly. And truly, I'm a weirdo though. I'm so weird. If I see somebody on social media and I want to be your friend, I will DM you. (laughs) Because I just love people. You cannot put me in a room longer than... Yeah, you can. I like being alone. But I like human interaction. I do. And I like making new friends. I do. That the whole thing with like no new friends, no new friends. We too old. I, I like new energies around me. But what was I saying? At the end of the day, nothing can replace face-to-face conversation interaction. As I'm sure you know, but are you doing it correctly? Despite the explosion of online endorsements and social media dialogue between individuals and brands and researchers and all this fun stuff, and it is, it, it's actually been proven that word of mouth exchanges and in-depth conversations are still the most influential. We live in a world where communicating is so very vital. And they're, they're honestly... I lingered on that, the dating conversation for a bit, but all those things you can take into any given relationship and what communication and why I've always been so drawn to it and attracted to it is communication is a brand. Communication is a lifestyle and it's so beautiful. You know, I bring people on this podcast and on my show because I love to communicate. But you also find out so much about their story. And when you hear, I know that I do, when you hear other people's stories, you learn more about yourself and how people operate moving on this planet that's made of 70% of water. Fun fact which is one of my favorite facts I've ever learned in school. Um, (laughs) It's true, though. It really is. And it's a beautiful thing. And some people lack it. So whenever I can talk to anybody, and I remember, I think it's been said on my, I said it on my, the mother, the motherhood podcast, when I had my mom on, I, I mentioned, I said, why do you talk to everybody? And I've literally, I've, I say that word a lot. I literally adapted that quality that she has to spark up a conversation with any and everyone. Because I guarantee you, especially for the people that are just, you know, 
seem like a little bit deprived of communication, whether they're on the street or whether they're bagging your bags at Walmart and you ask someone how their day is. I mean, it truly can brighten up someone's spirit. I like communicating, period. Cut his mic. Um, so what, what I'm doing now is rambling and uh, we gotta go. <laughs> we don't have to go anywhere. I don't have a time limit. Ah. Um, don't put me on the show by myself because I just talked to myself. It's hilarious. No, I, um, I truly adore it. And I find so much comfort in knowing that you guys appreciate it. It truly has changed my life. Truly, truly, truly. I love you so much. Tune in with me right here next week on the Archie J Experience Millennial Conversations. Uh, uh, What's your experience? I love you for listening. Until we speak again, follow me at Archie J Speaks. Thank <laughs> you.